Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! All right, greetings and salutations. Another episode of Fangs Up here. And uh, man, you got a little bit of the good and you got a little bit of the bad today. Uh, kind of keep it where it is. Let's, let's keep it all buck today. Uh, but before we get started, always HBCU Digital Network. This is home, home of the Fangs Up podcast, also the Black Techies. Along with that, Big shout out to Cable Busters, one of our title sponsors. Uh, yeah, but today it, it was it started off bitter and ended up sweet. Uh, you're a rattler, you're on a high note. Last night was a great night, beat your rivals, had some hope that you might make the playoffs, and yeah, no, didn't happen, but. It, it kind of is what it is with that. Uh, let's kind of start off with a high note, though. Even though the women's basketball team, they came in there, they did their thing, hit the volleyball team, football, and we'll go inside the den. I'm going to talk about these playoffs. And it's going to seem like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth on this one, but I'll be honest with y'all about it. Uh, first, women's basketball, they lost. They lost uh, to Eastern Michigan 77-70. to 70 which to me is a great result just because it continues to show growth. That's a game we weren't close in last year. This year, you got a different team. We look better. The results are better and the results are different. We're not an abject disaster where you're just watching games and you're like, man, what, what, what are we doing? You're, you're actually seeing growth and development. And compared to last year, I didn't see a lot of growth and I didn't see development. And it wasn't because Coach Pillow wasn't trying. It was because you just couldn't get healthy. Like It was just very difficult. It's hard to have a winning program when you can't get healthy, when you can't get your talent in to play. And COVID was kicking our butt. Like, this year, I'm seeing some big differences. I look forward to going to a few games this year. Just I'm just going to be real with y'all. Last year, I was like, oh, you know, I don't even want to go. I watch. And I don't even want to watch sometimes. This year, I'm actually excited to watch and go. I, I'll, I'll give Coach, I'll give Coach Pillow that. Uh, she's 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 grown, and the team looks a lot better. But you know, still a loss. But I hate as I still hate period victories. But it's a loss where I'm seeing growth. It's not, oh well, we lost, but we lost to this team, so I think we're doing this. No, we lost. But when I've watched, I've seen growth. We've looked better. And I've seen things that give me hope. So next game is going to be on Thanksgiving, I believe. No, it's 27, 27. So we'll talk about that on the next episode. I'm going to do a Thanksgiving episode. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Um, it kind of is what it is. Uh, volleyball, though. Volleyball team, we swept Alabama State. And we are the defending SWAC champion two times. Two times SWAC champion 
volleyball team, and we are going to the NCAA tournament again. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you and say we're gonna blow all these teams out and we're gonna win the national championship, but we're gonna be a tough out depending on who we play. A lot of times we get kind of shafted and we end up with either UF or FSU. Um, we'll see. But two years in a row, you've won a championship. That that's that's what's up. Like FAMU has two SWAC championships. They're both in volleyball. And technically three, because you won co-regular season this year. You won last year's tournament and this year's tournament. So, again, SWAC champion, family volleyball team, going to the NCAA tournament. We're going to see where they go. And uh, last night, man, it was the final game for players like B.J. Bowler. We did not see Isaiah Lane play. And the Florida Classic was the Florida Classic. It was the game that ebbs and flows. Fam, you started off hot in the first half. The offense, they were, we started off getting an interception from Bethune Cookman, turned that into points. And first half, Fam, you's cooking, get a nice first half lead. Halftime comes in, the 100 looks like the 100, and the Wildcats look like COVID. I mean, not even COVID. They look like what they've, they look like a, a program that's been going through a lot. I'm not going to be that person to talk trash like that. Their circumstances with that. But they, they still put on a decent show. All things considered, they put on a decent show. Uh, those kids have been through a lot. So I'm not trying to be an apologist, but I do want to be a realist. I want to be fair. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm slightly biased. I do have students over there wearing maroon and gold, but former students. So I, I can understand that. But second half, BCU looks different. And uh, it, it was. It was fun. It was it was a great, great game if you watched it in totality. If you're a fan, you in second half is frustrating because you should have won by more points. Like you didn't really make seem to make defensive adjustments to adjust to the mobile quarterback. And Cookman had the momentum the whole third quarter. BCU takes momentum. Their sideline is hyped. They're jumping up and down. They're excited. And then Willie Simmons runs the punt. That, I mean, I don't even know what to call it, but the fake punt saves the game. That changed the game. You immediately saw the momentum switch from the FAMU sideline. I mean, from the BCU sideline back to the FAMU sideline. And from there, the game's over. I mean, we go in there, win the game, it's over. Like, you can't really get mad at that. And it was awesome, man. Even post-game, I talked to Chris Fadul. And I'm like, man, back-to-back classics. How do you feel about it? He's like, this is my first one. I'm like, he's like, I was hurt last year. I'm like, that's right. You were hurt last year. So you got to send out some of the seniors with a bang. And some of them with a thud. I mean, but they go out with a bang. And it left us with the question, will FAMU make the playoffs? Because you have a 9-2 and record. FAMU lost the games I expected them to lose. I picked preseason. Go back and check me. I said we'd lose to Jackson State. I didn't think it'd be that bad. And I figured we'd lose to UNC. I didn't think it'd be that close. But every other game, FAMU won. And so we're going to quickly go inside the den. I'm going to talk about these playoffs. FAMU gets left out of the playoffs. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. The excuse I'm giving is not the excuse I'm taking. I personally 
I personally said I didn't think FAMU was a playoff caliber team. That's just – I'm going to go on and jump to that point already. But the excuse you gave me was some bull jump. Like, I, I'm just – like that was bull crap. That strength of schedule is why you left FAMU out of the playoffs. That's bull. Because now you're, you got people looking at it saying, well, the Alabama State – the Albany State game was the reason FAMU didn't make the playoffs. No. The SWAC is the reason we didn't make the playoffs. Like, keep – Keep it a buck with me. Don't lie to me. Don't insult my intelligence. Be real with me and tell me you don't respect the Southwestern Athletic Conference and nothing, fam, you could have done would have put us in the playoffs because you really finessed us out of $30,000. You finessed, fam, you. The NCAA finessed, fam, you out of $30,000. They dropped $30,000. Pretty much were told, hey, you got a great chance to get make the playoffs. And when it all hit, the fan, oh, you didn't have a good strength of schedule. That's not what you said going in. That's not what the NCAA told family. That's not what they. That's not what we were told. At least let me say that. We were told pretty much winning you're in, either at large, but you might host, and then to see five teams from a particular conference make it. I mean, again, give me a better excuse. Because strength of schedule is BS. Because you, what you're telling me is you don't respect the swag. That's all that is. The strength of schedule argument is dead on its face. Because all that is saying is that the Southwestern Athletic Conference is not strong enough. That's all that argument is. And I'm not saying that to besmirch the name of the swag. I'm here. I'm here. to. I'm here. We're here. I enjoyed the move. I liked the move. I thought it was a great idea. But you saying strength of schedule. And the only Division II team family plays is an Albany State team that was decent. They were good. They weren't great. If we put Stetson in that place, if we put a Campbell in that space, FAMU still doesn't make it because it's the entire schedule. It's not, well, this one game separated you from them. They said the whole schedule. And FAMU only plays two teams that are non-conference. That's UNC and that's Albany State meaning you don't respect the schedule because either way, the UNC schedule game either didn't count or does count. Okay, cool. But then the Albany State game does count, and we won. Okay, the Jacksonville, the Jackson State game, that's a massacre. It counts. It looks bad. They're 11-0. Now, what I really think is some of them looked at last year's game against Southeast Louisiana and were like, yeah, no. If it's going to be that, we're not doing it. But I don't think the strength of schedule thing is a real argument. You telling me that the SWAC as a whole has to improve? No. Stop giving them an out. Don't give the NCAA an out. Don't give them an excuse. In the words of Fantasia, truth is you didn't want us. You sold us a bale of goods. You finessed us for $30,000. And we got left out. Again, and that's not me being the person that was, I told, go back to last week. Go back to any of the previous four to five weeks. And my question was, were we playoff caliber? And my answer was no. But the truth is, the swag is not respected. And the truth is also the SWAC doesn't have a place, a table, a spot at the table. We don't have a representative. And so 
were we playoff caliber? No, not not really. Uh, were we? Would we have put up a good fight? Yes. Would we have put? Would we have sold out Bragg? Very likely. You would have great attendance numbers, and the NCAA would have made a mint. You would have made a good amount of money with whatever you got back. Solid crowd, better than a lot of the crowds you're going to put out there. Should fam, you've made the playoffs? Yes. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Again, I said I was going to sound like I was talking out both sides of my mouth. I'm, I'm, I know what it looks like, and I know what it sounds like. Because, wait, you're saying they don't deserve to go, but you're saying they should have made it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a realist. I'm an honest person. I'm going to be real with you. When we played certain teams, we did not look playoff caliber. But when I'm looking at a 9-2 and two team, and I'm looking at your roster, I'm looking at your end results, you should have made it, at least as an at-large. Because to me, this year's team versus last year's team, what are your big differences? UNC versus USF. USF is, ooh, I almost cursed. USF, USF sucks. Right, Football-wise, USF it sucks. They're not a good football program. UNC lost to Georgia Tech last night. Okay, not a good loss, but they're 8-2 and two, or 9-2, and two, two lost seasons. Okay. Albany State both years. Okay. The difference is Jackson State. You had a one two-point loss last year. This year, you get eviscerated. That's the difference. It's not the Albany State game. The Albany State game is something, it's a distractor. Aha. No, no, no. It's the overall strength of schedule they don't respect. So you're telling me you don't respect the swag. That's what you're saying to me. And I'm willing to listen to others, y'all. Again, I'm not so stuck on my point with the Chris Rock fingers. I'm not so stuck on my point that I can't see the other side of it, but I'm not so blind that you're going to blow that up my tail and I'm not going to miss what you said. The strength of schedule is the reason. No, no, no. The swack is the reason. You don't respect this conference and nothing this conference is going to do is going to garner the respect needed because Okay, let's play teams that are, they're going to, in my opinion, the goalpost is going to keep moving. The goalpost is going to keep moving because if the SWAC were to play better teams, better things would happen. Okay, cool. But what about Alcorn over there dealing, beating teams? The SWAC non-conference against non-HBCUs this season is pretty decent. I'm just saying, like, so if you're going to make the conference conference argument, let's be honest. Let's be consistent. Let's not go for the low-hanging fruit of it was Albany State. It wasn't Albany State. Albany State was there last year. So take that off. Uh, well, it's, it's USF or it's UNC, but it was USF last year. It has to be the Jackson State game. Otherwise, what you're saying is moot. Because last year, the SWAC, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. I felt like the SWAC did worse against non-HBCU talent. This year, you do better. So the goalpost moved there. Now, yeah, I know I don't like to pose a question without giving you a solution. What is the fix? What is the solution to the problem? Break from the NCAA. That's one. If you can afford it. If, if HBCUs as a collective 
could form their own thing to break away from the NCAA. It's an idea. Because at this point, we're begging for scraps at the table. And they don't want you at the table. This decision to me, this isn't the first time it's happened to FAMU or an HBCU, tells me that you do not want HBCUs at the table. I'm not trying to pick you as a black-white thing. I'm looking at your history. Show me your track record, and I'll tell you what you are. Again, I'm a historian. My degree's in history. Historically, look how we kind of get treated. How HBCUs get left out of the playoffs. Or the even the playoff seeds that we get when we do make the playoffs. It's a bunch of bunk. It's not consistent. It's a, oh, well, throw your bone. And they give us just enough to keep us here, but not enough to make us want to stay. Like, you're always going to leave dissatisfied. Mother option, have have HBCU bowls. I I get that that's kind of a, the celebration bowl is a one-off and it's kind of a special case. But if you're not going to make the playoffs, you, you, you give options. Give options. Make make some type of thing your own because this isn't it, and it's not going to be it. I mean, you're missing out on chances to make potential revenue because you got left out the playoffs. That's an extra home game. Yeah, you got to put on, you got to do this, you got to do But at the end, very likely another chance to create a another financial windfall for not just FAMU, but for the SWAC as a whole, albeit small, maybe not huge, especially in the in the event of a home game. In the event of a home game, it's a potential financial windfall. And to have that taken away, and as I stated, you get finesse for $30,000, I feel some type of way about that. Or have a separate playoff system for HBCUs. Again, I'm almost on the breakaway thing, and that's a little extreme, but is it? What kind of respect are you getting from the NCAA right now? Not a lot, because you're getting told strength of schedule is why you didn't make it. Nobody from the MEAC made it, and let's be honest, you can't argue with it. It wasn't a good brand of football in the MEAC, but in the SWAC, it was decent football, and you beat non HBCUs within teams in the conference. So why couldn't you at least get in that large? You're a top 25 team. All of a sudden, that kind of goes away. And you're probably purposely going to get left in the rankings in a spot that's right outside of that area. God forbid you make the rankings and you're ranked in a position that fits into the playoff bids because then all of a sudden it starts looking funny. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be woke, but I ain't sleep either. Like some of the things that the NCAA is doing in this is dirty pool. At the least. At the most, it's just blatant, like two middle fingers of you. Figure it out. We didn't want you here in the first place. You got your celebration bowl. Go live with that. You get it. You get a million dollars. You're good. Why do you want to play off it? Why do you get the double dip? Why are you getting teams that are dipping in there five times? I'm just saying, if if that's going to be the game, then we need to change the rules. If 
we are going to be governed by a system that is not supporting us, we should either reform the system or break away from it. That's civics. That's American history. You don't like the system? Break it. And at this point, you got to do something. And at the least, HBCUs, both the MEAC and SWAC, need to sit down with the NCA and say, if we're going to continue to do this, we need a spot at the table. And at large bid for either the second or third place team, if they meet this criteria, such as a FAMU has done, or a North Carolina a in the past, and say, hey, if these teams get this kind of season and they finish within this area, they're getting that large bid at the least. At the least. Or getting that large bid offer. Contact the school, say, hey, you want it, you don't want it, cool. If you don't want it, pass on it. Let it go to the next team. But when you got four and five teams and all of a sudden their strength of schedule is improved because they're beating up each other and they don't play outside of their conference, they're not playing HBCUs. I'm just saying, I, I just that that playoff thing to me, it it did not blow me away because again, I stated I didn't feel like we were playoff caliber, but I felt like you should have at least got the invite because you had a two loss season. The, the the wins weren't always pretty, but they were wins. And if you're gonna sell these students this pipe dream of NCAA athletics being this thing that is helping them develop into better people and all this other stuff, other stuff, creating professionals in every other field except for athletics at times. Show them the field is level. But today we didn't get that, my opinion. We didn't get that. We got the reason and the... I don't know if I want to say the reason. The reason is not the right word. This is the catalyst for why the SWAC and MEAC should leave. And maybe CIAA, SIAC, all should just leave NCAA altogether. Do their own thing and point to this and previous years and say, we're not going to get a fair shake. We're not going to get fair, fair this. We're not going to get fair that. See, if you can stay in for basketball, if you want to do that. But... This is the catalyst for teams. Why teams? Maybe should HBCU should leave. Like I'm just saying, like it's it's if it can be fiduciarily done, if it makes financial sense. If it doesn't, then don't stay. Do what's gonna fit within your budget. I'm not saying burn it down with no plan of replacing it with something better. But what I am saying is. In a season that started out on a frustrating point, it ends on a frustrating point where FAMU athletes did not get their just due. They were not justly treated and they were not shown the respect that they, quite frankly, probably earned. And to at least get the chance to compete. I'm not saying to win. I'm saying compete. And when they're looking to other teams and those stadiums are going to be half empty and you go back, you look at a brag 
and you just consider how family fans travel and what that could have been and would have been, I think you did a disservice to the family athletes. I think you did a disservice to the family coaches. And I think a disservice was done to the family community because the NCAA is short-sighted and the selection committee does not respect the Southwestern Athletic Conference and nothing you do is going to make them respect you. You can talk about playing better talent and that's not going to change anything. At this point, to me, it's almost that they don't want you here and they just have you here because they have to have you here. Because at this point, there's no other place for you to theoretically fit into. That's what it feels like. It may not be that, but that's what it feels like. And it feels like, in the words of Cam Newton, it's a slap in the face for FAMU to get not even an at-large when you sat up there and extorted that university for $30,000. Under the pipe dream of, we need you to host, we would like for you to consider hosting a, a place. There's two hotels down the street from campus. We got lodging. So miss me with that. Okay, U.S. playing a home game in Tallahassee. U.S. playing Florida State in Tallahassee. U.S. fans don't want to spend money in Tallahassee. They hate each other. You know that. Well, they know that just as well as anybody else. Those people hate each other so much they'll spite themselves financially. Just the way Texas A&M and Texas don't like each other, and Texas A&M fought to keep Texas out of the conference because they just don't like each other that much, even if it hurts the bottom line. Yeah. So what could have been a great weekend in the city of Tallahassee, it's going to be a good weekend, but gets devalued just a little bit because our student-athletes weren't given a shot. They weren't given a chance. And the NCAA does what the NCAA does, throws middle fingers at HBCUs and walks off laughing to the bank. And it is again, y'all. Hate to leave it off on a somber night, somber note. Swag champions, the volleyball team, they're going to make the tournament because they won the tournament. I bet second place in the MEAC doesn't. I mean, SWAC doesn't. But I'm going to get off that soapbox. But as always, y'all, we're going to come back Thursday. Probably going to do a little wrap-up show, talk about some of the highs and the lows of football season. Um, I got to bother uh, Kelvin and Kofi and my brothers from ONGC. We can do a little collab or something. Um, but we're going to talk next week um, or this week, probably on Thanksgiving Day, drop a little something, something for you to – do because even though there may be taking days off i'm not gonna try to uh but as always y'all even as frustrated as i am about the playoff bid please let's talk about it share about it post your reactions uh let me know what you think about it i, I want to hear your opinions your thoughts and your ideas but as always y'all it's gonna be fangs up yeah baby you know what time it is now let's get it started